0: welcome. This is the Matterhorn. I'm your host, Dr. Kathleen Waller. Here we discover the truth in fiction by understanding how to layer stories with ideas, culture, places, and texts. Join us on Substack for links, extra media, and transcripts. There you can also join the conversation and read my serialized novel, A Hong Kong Story. Hi everyone, it's Kate here, and this is Let's Do This, which breaks down this week's topic on the podcast into a five-minute digestible three-point plan or a set of questions for you to use in your own creative endeavors. I talk about ways to layer fiction, and these can be novels and short stories or other kinds of writing, songs, visual art, film, whatever you consider a fiction in some way. All right, so today we are talking about The Pharmacon and Plato's Pharmacy by Derrida. Um, Well, we talked about it on Tuesday, and we're going to look at how this can apply to your own fictions. So first I ask, to what extent does your fiction include ambiguities in language? How might diction enhance the ability of your story to challenge the reader? So, you know, what does the what does the word choice do in terms of of challenging the reader to think in new ways, perhaps? How might the inclusion of multilingualism also enhance this element when we're thinking of issues of translation? It might also be contained within the text. There might be even translations um, described within the text, um, or a duplicity of translations described within the text. Are any of your characters described as writers in some way, and how does that affect their understanding? Of the world, and they don't have to be professional writers. Um, they might write letters. They might write in a journal. Um, you know, it can take a lot of different forms. Okay. Secondly, I ask, have you considered creating a character or ending, for example, with multiple interpretations possible? And what are your motivations or? concerns and you know sometimes we also might worry that the reader is going to get out of what we write um what we want them to get out of it and you might want to ask yourself you know why you're concerned with that maybe you should be because maybe there's something really clear and distinct that you want your reader to get from this um And so, maybe you need to make something especially clear, or maybe you need to allow another way for the reader to access that idea, um, which is something to think about. Or maybe you really want to leave it more open to interpretation. Um, Number three, how might you use the motif of the pharmacon in your fiction? And that um, as a a remedy and a poison, as well as possibly a scapegoat. And there are other meanings of the word as well, which you can always go back to if you want to take it a bit further. Um, but I think especially just thinking of that remedy and poison, and we looked at a few examples of how um, you might be able to do this um, in your text. What How might it function in your text, even if you don't name it as pharmacon? Maybe it's more thinking about how something can be both a remedy and a poison and just reflecting on that um, in the text. So I had a lot of fun looking at Derrida, Derrida with you guys on Tuesday. Um, if as you um, perhaps play around with this concept in your fiction, um, and maybe you go back to Derrida itself, um, if you do come across other passages or parts that you'd like to look at more, um you can drop it into the chat if you're a paid subscriber, or you can send me a note and we can do some kind of follow-up, whether it's in a podcast form or something else. So I would love to hear about that. As always, you're invited to share in the comments on the Substack post any work you do or have done related to this week's topic for our community to check out. To join us, just click on the link in the episode page. You'll also receive my serialized fiction, A Hong Kong Story. Have a great day, and thanks so much for joining me here.